keys, tackle box in my hand Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man But the wife, she just don't understand I love walleye, perch, trout and bass And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm fishing for bunion country Well, checking in with Joe Shapesky, who, uh... Visits me every year around this time as we get ready for the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic, which you've been involved with since uh, the Knights uh, became the uh, the title of the, t- the tournament four years ago. That's right. Uh, we're having a great time. We've uh, been pretty successful, and uh, we're very excited to be able to offer this to the community again this year. Well, this event has been a big part of the community for going, well, not 20 yet, 19th time this 19 year. 19 years. So yep. next year's a biggie. Yeah, we're already starting to think through that a little bit and what that uh, celebration might look like. We hope to do it up big, but uh, right now we're really focused on making sure we've got a great tournament for this year's anglers. Well, the Walleye Classic, of course, uh, is a probably the biggest tournament on Lake Bemidji. Uh, it was a, it was, it was, um, it was ripe for the take in 19 years ago when Cross Anderson came up with this idea, mm-hmm. and it has really and and it has really developed into a premier summer event in Bemidji. And we even think about it a little bit broader as probably the the premier uh, one day charitable fishing tournament in northern Minnesota. Uh, when you look at what everyone else is able to accomplish, total prize package. You know, with our top prize, the twelve thousand five hundred, um, how quickly our tournament fills up. Uh, we think we've got uh, a pretty good stake in being able to say that we're doing a good enough job that folks really look forward to our tournament. Okay, yeah, they do. I, you know, I hear about it all the time. I just talked to Toby Cavallibog last week. <laughs> so, already mapping out strategy. He better be. You know, uh, <laughs> Looking for that repeat so, champion still. I know, and and it's not just even repeat year to year. It's like. Never. From year one to year 19, there hasn't been a repeat yet. Exactly. We've had a number of folks that have come close. Uh, Chris Haley, uh, been up in the podium on number two or number three slot a number of times now. Um, and uh, we're just looking for it. One of these years, we're going to hit it. Maybe it'll be this year, maybe our 20th, but it's going to happen at some point. Okay. Well, it's a big big event, as we noted, and it takes up um, a great Saturday of fun, uh, and, mm-hmm. and it takes up... For you guys who put this thing together, a lot more than that, kind of lead us through the whole process of putting this big event together. It really starts not long after the previous year's tournament wraps up, as you can imagine. Um, uh, there's there's three main pieces to it that really make it a, a good quality tournament. First of all, of course, is our anglers. Uh, when we can put on a good tournament for them one year, they're anxious to come back the following year. Uh, so we open up registration in February uh, every spring for that year's tournament, and we make sure that our anglers know when the registration is going to start, and we fill up pretty quickly. Uh, so those registration dollars really do a great job of supporting the tournament, the function, the prizes, all that sort of thing. Uh, the other part of it that is really near and dear to us is, of course, our sponsorships. Where would we be without our sponsors? Uh, they really help us to make the money that uh, we can put back into the community. Um, so we start working on some of those folks before the start of the year even. So we're working on 2019 sponsors starting in 2018 even. And uh, some of these folks sign up for multiple years, and we're quite excited about those those commitments folks are making. Um, and the third piece, of course, is how do you actually run a one-day tournament? 
And for us, we're kind of unique. I think this is one of the things that makes the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic special is that we've got 11 charitable organizations that pitch in to make this thing happen. It's not just the Knights of Columbus. This is a community event. All those different organizations, Take a Kid Fishing, Let's Go Fishing, Fishing Has No Boundaries, uh, Boy Scouts, Special Olympics, All Pro Dads, George Palawa Foundation, Bemidji Youth League Baseball, Minnesota DNR, the Wounded Warrior Guide Service, they all work with us in a number of different variety of volunteer roles uh, to make sure that uh, the event goes off without a hitch. So they're working with us year-round, and they, of course, see the benefit through uh, the, the dollar distributions that come after the tournament. Yeah, I know last year you uh, were able to contribute to those various organizations a total of over $63,000. That is correct. Uh, our, our biggest payout to date was last year. We're, we were quite excited to be able to do that. What's amazing is you can do that and also uh, shell out a ton of prizes to the anglers themselves. Absolutely. We've got about $50,000 in cash and prizes uh, including uh, raffle proceeds, but those tournament prizes are what makes this a big deal for folks. Um, it's quite a bit of bragging rights. They they want to get that big check up on the stage, and they want to put on that championship jacket and hat. Uh, so there's a good bit of competition, and we get some fantastic anglers. You know, I've been fishing my whole life. I've learned so much just working on this tournament and getting to know some of these folks and what they do and how they approach it. It's It's an incredible experience to watch. The, uh, the really great thing about this tournament, not only is it for the uh, a great experience for the anglers mm-hmm. and a great uh, fundraiser for the beneficiaries, it's also a great bit of free publicity for Bemidji and Lake Bemidji, too. Absolutely. Um, you know, because of what we're able to work out with the city of Bemidji, the partnership, and the Minnesota DNR, uh, to make sure that we're being respectful on our impact to the lake, um, and having good quality anglers come in who know what to do. They know how to protect the fish. Um, they're out there um, uh, pre-fishing the week of the tournament, uh, but they're very respectful. They know how to make sure that they're managing for aquatic invasive species. Um, all those sorts of things really help to tell a great story that because of the quality of our tournament and the size and scope of it, that message gets out there statewide and even beyond. Um, it's amazing. I get calls every year as anglers are getting ready to register for the tournament from North Dakota, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, Texas, all across the country, folks wanting to come in. Um, And even within the Knights of Columbus, every year, New Orleans, Florida, wondering what is it you do with your tournament? How can we replicate that? Uh, Mm -hmm. So we get a lot of folks from all over that are keeping an eye on this tournament year-round. One of the things I was uh, impressed with was when the tournament became available and groups were thinking about it. You guys jumped on, and there's no shortage of uh, Knights of Columbus volunteers there on Saturdays. (laughs) Thankfully, (laughs) because it takes a lot. Uh, The day of the tournament, uh, we estimate around 250 volunteers are needed to pull that event together. Um, and we, even with all the nights, we couldn't do it without all of our, all of our charitable organizations, our volunteers that come in. Um, so, but yeah, compared to even what Kraus Anderson was able to do with their staffing, uh, we've got an amazing team. Uh, we've got a committee of about 14 folks that meet year round. Um, that includes some of our partners, but a lot of nights as well. And, uh, it just makes the events work a lot more smoothly. 
Okay. Um, so you sell out every year. You've yes. got a waiting list every year. Mm-hmm. And I know you have to work with fisheries. Is it possible, and have you even thought about expanding? Is that allowed even? I, you know, I think it would be. Um, but at this point, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> That'll uh, point. Yeah, so we're quite happy. And there, there's so many things. Once you expand, you know, say we were to go to 120 or 125 anglers, um, you know, that would be a little bit of a stretch probably in who's able to come in. It'd be a whole new point of education for those anglers. Plus, you've got to expand all the rest of the systems. Do we have enough room on the beach for an additional 20 boats? Um, how long is the line for the weigh-in going to become? Um, you know, how much more space are we going to need at the waterfront to handle all the people that are coming down to watch? Um, so all those things, uh, there's a lot of logistics to it, and we're really happy with the quality we're able to provide for 100 teams. Yeah, and, and that's a, you know, a lot of people, just I bring it up there because a lot of people say, why don't you just add more because you make more money? Well, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it, <laughs> and, and maybe not even, maybe not that much more money. Because there's additional expenses, you noted, as well. Mm -hmm. Coming up next, a lot more to cover with Joe Shapesky about the upcoming Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic on Lake Bemidji. And we've got our Lake of the Week, too. Some people fish, some people don't. Those people are clueless. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. The Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic is coming up on Lake Bemidji Saturday, June 8th. Joe Shapesky heads it up for the K of C, and he's my guest today. So let's talk a little bit about those uh, those sponsors. You have gotten every year. You get a list of more and more sponsors, more and more official sponsors uh, of various aspects. So I'll give you a shot at giving them a free plug here. Oh, it is so fantastic, and they're so fun to work with. And we've got a great committee that is out there uh, getting in touch with these folks, getting them signed up. Uh, You know, the tournament starts with our presenting sponsor, Acme Tools, Honda, Milwaukee. Uh, they're out there making sure that we're being a successful tournament because with their name being on the top of the page, uh, they really want us to be successful, and they help out a lot. It's an incredible partnership. Uh, and, of course, Rays Marine, Lund, Mercury, Shorelander, we can't forget them uh, because of what they're able to do with us giving us a boat for the raffle, which is how your average person walking in that maybe isn't a business sponsor, if they want to give to the tournament, Buy some raffle tickets. You know, that boat is going to be at Lucan's this week, all week, with people there selling tickets. Uh, in fact, I brought yours, Kev, so oh, okay, you can make great. sure that you get your, your ticket as well. <laughs> um, so they're a big part of the partner, partnership. Uh, of course, our media sponsors, Paul Bunny and Broadcasting, you folks have been amazing for it. Um, uh, Paul Bunny and Communication also stepping in. And we've got a number of official sponsors this year that we've actually expanded. Uh, we, this is a program we started last year for organizations that want to sort of step up and, and uh, have a bigger presence, such as Sanford Health being the official health care provider, uh, C.K. Dudley's as the official barbecue. And if you haven't been down to the KC Hot Dog Stand, where we work with C.K.'s to have their pulled pork sandwiches, oh, really good. those are the best pulled pork sandwiches <laughs> I've ever had. Um, Northland Tackle being the official tackle sponsor. Uh, new this year. Midnight Sun Pools and Spas as our official hot tub. 
I, I'm anxious to find out. I'm trying to do the research. Is there an official hot tub at any other fishing tournament that you know of? Not that I know of. I mean, that's kind of a fun thing. It's going to be a good deal. Okay. Um, Jimmy John's, the official delivery. Burnix is the official rules meeting sponsor with Miller Lite. And new on board is Gander Outdoors as our official outdoor store. Uh, so definitely a big step up from all these folks to make sure we've got a great impact. And if you want to see the rest of the list of well over 50 sponsors, you can check out our website, kcwalleyeclassic.com, or probably even better yet, follow our Facebook page uh, so you can keep up to date with all the news of the tournament, uh, KC Walleye Classic on Facebook. And uh, you'll just learn a lot more about the tournament, but you'll also see who supports us, and hopefully you, our listeners can support them as well. And it's uh, all coming up in a few weeks. June 8th. If you want to see a kickoff, 7 a.m. is an amazing show when all the anglers uh, line up. We do the national anthem. Uh, we uh, do a little prayer because uh, it is the Knights of Columbus. And then uh, we launch, and it is a show watching 100 boats take off like that. Wow. And uh, then at the around noon, maybe a little bit before, if you've got family, you just want to come down to the waterfront, experience a big fishing tournament, but have a lot of fun with your kids. Uh, we've got bouncy houses, we've got food, we've got all kinds of games and activities going on. You can make a full afternoon out of it pretty easily. Before the weigh-in, which starts officially at 3.30, 3 o'clock anglers might start coming in. Uh, so you want to be there for that weigh-in because you're going to see some great fish. You're going to hear some great stories. Hopefully not too tall a tale, but uh, there's some <laughs> great stories out there. And, uh, and thank you, Kev, again for making that a great experience as our MC every year, too. Well, it helps that I know most of the people that are going to be on stakes. <laughs> I've Absolutely. talked to a lot of them over the years, that's for and sure. And they it's, like having you up there, well, too. Well, it's so. fun to be up there. I really enjoy it. I'm, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a, it's going to be a big day for me. I've got uh, other – got a ton of stuff going on that day yeah, in town. So It is a big day. But uh, it'll be fun to do that and then slide over and watch my son perform on the street dance uh, over by 209. That'll be good. I'm hoping we can get our cleanup done in time to <laughs> – for me to be able to get over there. Well, so. let's see. I'm thinking, uh, <laughs> I think he doesn't play to like eight or nine. Oh, I might. If I can still stand, I'll probably be there. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> we, we're usually there about 4.30 that oh, morning. Oh, my goodness. So. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you got to be ready to go at 7. Yeah. So 7 is the is the kickoff. And then uh, the fun stuff for the family starts around noonish. Yeah, 11 o'clock noon. We get okay. all that rolling. So. And, uh, and we start uh, weighing fish around 3.30 or so. Yep, exactly. Okay. So. Thank you. This has been fantastic. We couldn't do it without you as a as a, one of our media partners. Uh, you really helped make this a big deal for us, and we really hope people come down and enjoy the experience. It is something different. It's very Bemidji. Uh, it's nice to have an event in town that just doesn't celebrate the lake, but celebrates what that lake can do as one of the premier walleye fisheries in the country. Yeah, absolutely. It is a great lake. It's about the time of year when Bemidji really kicks in, too. So there yes. could be some amazing catches. We see some fantastic fish coming out yeah. of there. I don't know how they do it because I, I can't find them. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Well, Joe, anything else we need to know about the event? Um, 
again, take a look at our website. Follow us on Facebook if you can. It's a great experience, and we hope to see everyone down there. Okay, and I just want to talk uh, one more time about the uh, the grand prize that everybody can register for. Basically, just watch for the boat where it might be is where you can get tickets. Yes, it'll be at Lukens this week. Uh, you can also get tickets at Gander Mountain, Acme Tools, or Northland Bait and Tackle. Uh, the grand prize, if you haven't seen it around, is a Lund uh, 16-foot Fury fishing boat, uh, fully packed with a 25-horse Mercury motor, Shorelander trailer, uh, sponsored by Ray Sport Marine. Uh, tickets are 10 bucks. Uh, last year's winner only bought one ticket, uh, so you just never know who's going to win that boat. And there's a lot of fantastic cash prizes that go with it as well, over 2,500 in cash. And I will be uh, buying my ticket right now. Thank so, you. Yes. Joe Chapesky, great to have you in the show. Thanks and we're for looking me. forward to June 8th. I appreciate it. See you then. Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, holy cow. It is lake of the weekday, and uh, this week's lake is Ball Club Lake. Easy one to find. Uh, it's just uh, off Highway 2, and if you're going from Bemidji towards uh, Grand Rapids, you uh, take a left and uh, in the city of Ball Club, that'll take you right to the public access. We have Dave Weitzel joining us. It doesn't get much easier than than finding Ball Club Lake. No, that's an easy one. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about this lake. It 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 seems to be a real strong fishery. Uh, it is, and it's it's really a multi-species fishery. So there's a lot of opportunities for a variety of fish out there. Uh, you know, we hear a, a fair amount from folks targeting um, walleye or black crappie, uh, but there's certainly opportunities for other fish as well. What other fish might we find? Well, in the wintertime, the the black crappie fishery can be real popular, but I think folks also catch some bluegill while they're at it. Uh, and then the northern pike fishery can be quite good. Um, it's been a popular lake with folks that like to spear, uh, but the angling can be pretty good as well. Well, yeah, you know, I was looking at your uh, survey, and the survey I have was from 2014, uh, Northern Pike, uh, you know, nearing seven per gill net and a good average size of over two pounds. Yeah, those fish are out there, and it's uh, it's got the kind of habitat where uh, even though we don't see them that often in our surveys, I think it does have the potential to produce some really large Northern Pike. You know, um, we go to the to the walleye. Um, doesn't seem to be a lot of numbers based on the gill nets, but tell me tell me what I'm missing here. Yeah, uh, the numbers are somewhat deceiving. Uh, when we do our surveys, every lake's a little bit different, and some of them are, are easier to net than others. Uh, Ball Club tends to be a lake that's a little little harder to sample those fish. Uh, because it's got kind of these broad sand flats coming off the shore and then some real steep shorelines. Um, sometimes you just don't catch a lot of fish in those type of sets. Uh, so talking to anglers, I think the walleye are probably a little bit more abundant than our surveys would uh, indicate. Um, you know, But it's, it, it's not a Lake Winnie, for example, so there's not sure. going to be tons and tons of walleye out there. Just a decent population. A lot of people fish that lake? Uh it gets a fair amount of pressure, but uh, it's one of these lakes that you don't hear quite as much about. Uh, and I think that's simply because uh, kind of in that ball club area, you're getting closer to Grand Rapids, and we have so many lakes to choose from that that kind of uh, distributes the fishing pressure across a whole lot of lakes. 
No doubt. Uh, you know, it's one of those lakes I've been past many, many times, but uh, but never been on. Um, as far as development goes, is it a well-developed lake? Is it uh, kind of a quiet lake? What do we find out there? I, I think it's kind of quiet. Um, you know, there's a moderate amount of development, um, particularly along the south and west shores, uh, probably less up along the the north and uh, east shores. Uh, as far as, there's no special regs out there as far as we know, right? No, no special regs. It seems like, uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of this large, clear, deep lake. Uh, those type of lakes are a little bit tougher for fishing. Uh, so a lot of times um, we find bigger, older, larger fish out in these lakes, uh, and it, it's really telling us that the, the harvest levels are, are okay. We probably don't need any kind of a special regulation in those type of situations. Uh, the fish are doing fine without a special regulation. Okay. And you mentioned the, the, the possibility out there of getting something real big when it comes to a northern. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the lake's uh, got the right kind of depth. It's got the uh, cold water. Um, you know, there's tulipy and whitefish out there. These are the kind of uh, prey species the pike can grow really fast on. Um, so the opportunity is there to catch a big one. If I was to want to fish that lake, is there a time of year that that uh, lake is particularly hot? Yeah, uh, you know, I think this is a, a lake that's probably better in uh, midsummer um, because it's large and relatively deep. It warms up slower than some of our other lakes. Uh, you know, you might be looking to go to more like a bowstring lake uh, the first few weeks of May. Uh, maybe by the end of June is the time to think about going over to Ball Club. Okay. And again, uh, if you're a person that doesn't like to have a lot of neighbors fishing near you, that this might be okay because it doesn't sound like it gets too much pressure. Right, yep. Okay. And again, easy to find. Just uh, go to Ball Club Minnesota, and if you're coming west, you take a left uh, and head uh, towards the lake. And if you're coming from the east, you would take a right and head toward the lake and that uh, the uh, public access right there in, in the city of Ball Club, correct? Correct. Yep. You know, and it's it's uh, you don't see it a whole lot from the from the um, uh, the road, but it's a decent sized lake. You know, forty three hundred plus acres, so it's not a not a tiny lake by any stretch. It's um, in fact, it's got a uh, it's kind of a, a long narrow lake, right? It is. Yeah. All right. About how deep is it? Uh, it doesn't look like, as I'm looking at the map, I don't see, a, and maybe I just have the wrong kind of map, but it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of, um, of structure in that lake. There really isn't a ton of structure out there. Um, it's got these broad flats that stay shallow for a ways out into the lake, and then uh, a pretty steep drop-off down into deeper water, and that's what you're going to find most of the way around the shoreline. Okay. It is our Lake of the Week. It's Ball Club Lake. And Dave Weitzel from the Grand Rapids Area Fisheries Office joining me once again. Dave, thanks for your insight today. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Call it Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait. What rewards? A dual operator skin. Man, I love operator skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. This... Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, Roger that.
Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. College duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23.